0: Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time, but I am home. I am back. We doing this talking on the microphone thing again. Welcome back to a win is a win. I am your host, Big T. We are broadcasting live from my lovely undisclosed location. I will never tell y'all where I record this thing from because you might find out where I'm at. Can't have that happen. Man, I've been gone for a minute. It was much needed, much necessary. So, in turn with that, this is June. June holds a lot of different uh, things in it. So, we're going to talk about a couple of those things. A lot of things that happened since I've been gone. We're not going to focus on those because it's just been ridiculous. But, the first things first is June is Men's Mental Health Month. So, for all my brothers out there, If something's going on You need somebody to talk to Please talk to somebody Go to therapy It's okay I promise you it's important For you to get help Because you are valued You are loved And you are important As men Most times We don't take care of ourselves We Usually Let ourselves fall on the wayside We put everybody else's needs In front of us Because we don't want to be A burden to people And I promise you Talking to somebody Getting help Ain't being a burden I know we've been raised A lot of ways Basically saying that The world don't care Just keep pushing And in some ways That's motivated and driven us To do a lot of great things But reality is When you're suffering on the inside You're suffering on the outside too Because when you suffer on the inside It hurts all levels of relationships So For all my good men out there All men out there Not just good men All men because all men can be good Get help, seek help If you got someone you can trust And you can confide in, you can talk to Talk to them, if not uh, Find somebody Spend the time But you're worth it You are worth it Don't let this month slip by Don't let this time slip by And you need help And you need someone to talk to You don't know, to talk to somebody Hell, you can talk to me Because trust me there are nights when I'm struggling with my own stuff and I need somebody to talk to. And every time I hit up friends, I hit up my mama. I got to talk to somebody because some of this stuff just weighs on your spirit. And the longer you let it sit and fester, it's going to be harder and harder to deal with. Quit masking. Quit masking. Get some help. You're worth it. We need you around. You're my brother and I love you and we need you on this earth. We need you. Your family needs you. Your friends need you. People need you. Find that value within yourself to get yourself the help and the and the love and the encouragement and the awareness. Whatever it is you need. Find that love within yourself to realize that you are not just here for others. You are here for yourself as well, man. You mean so much to so many. We just had Father's Day. They over here shooting. But you just have, we just had Father's Day, man. Think about how important... For those of you who grew up with fathers, think about how important that is, how dope that is. And for those of us who didn't, think about the impact you want to leave in the next generation. But we got to heal those hurts. Within ourselves, so we can be the best versions of ourselves for the next generation. All right? That's my little thing on mental health. It's important. It's important everyone takes care of themselves, especially this month. This is the focus on men's mental health. Let's focus on that. And let's really, ladies, you know a man, you love a man. If he needs someone to talk to, talk to him. Sometimes, ladies, I'm going to just say this. This is a quick thing. We don't always want the freaky stuff. Sometimes. I mean, we we like the freaky stuff, too. But sometimes, just let your man be there. You know what I mean? Just be in his space. Just let him be vulnerable with you. Let him know. How you value him. And it don't have to be sex. I'm just saying it ain't got to be a sexual act. Just hug him. Love him. Let him be the little spoon. You be the big spoon. Just saying. Now, with that being said, I am recording this episode here on Juneteenth. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, Google it. I've explained it enough times. But Juneteenth is a big day for black folks. I hope every black person enjoys themselves today. Everybody who got the day off because of us, you're welcome And I hope you did something fun with it And if you didn't, that's on you But you didn't have to go to work So we appreciate that Um, What we got to talk about, man Oh, now this is what I found interesting I don't know if y'all have been following uh, This Bud Light nonsense But I thought this Bud Light thing was pretty interesting Bud Light has been trying their hardest With this rebrand, right? If you don't remember, months back, they sent Dylan, I believe it's Mulvaney, who is a trans woman, who did a series on TikTok about 365 days of becoming a woman. In turn and doing that, on the 365th day, Bud Light sent him a personalized can to commemorate the three... Sent them, I shouldn't have said that. I I apologize for the misgender. Sent, they sent Dylan a commemorative can to commemorate the 365 days of being a uh, female. And the world went up in arms. Kid Rock busted out the blammer and shot up packs of um, Bud Light. People and their mamas lost a collective ish. They was pouring out cans and busting stuff and just really losing their minds. I was tripping because I think Bud Light is disgusting. I believe Bud Light identifies as piss water, but that's just my personal preference. That's how I think. I think it's nasty, but that's just me. I'm not really a beer guy anyway, so you can't come at me talking about Bud Light is a good beer it's not but in the same breath i didn't know that one of the few beers i do actually like Stella Artois is in the Anheuser-Busch family so you have a lot of folks who's pouring out a lot of good beer and a lot of good liquor and i was like but you already bought it you know when you drink a Bud Light it won't make you trans right like i didn't understand the the outrage but at the same time People don't want to support things that don't they don't align with their belief system. And they have that right. Now, in turn with that, but like, and I'm being serious here, I don't really believe that they thought they was going to take the hit financially that they took. The stock dropped. I believe uh, it was in the six billion. They lost something like that. Not billions, millions. Of, they lost like their profits took a hit. I don't really believe that they thought it was going to hit as hard as it did, but I don't know how they thought that when the... The people who drink Bud Light are not the people who run out supporting folks like Dylan Mulvaney. I mean, really, the people who drink Bud Light are not the people who run out and be supporting cats like Dylan Mulvaney. That's just... Fact If you don't believe me Well, you, you're stupid But that's just the truth Those aren't the folks that support that type of thing So the things that you could run this race Do this mode And it'd be all good for you Man, that was That was a bold play it was a, it, was, it was a bold move, Cotton See how it worked out for him Not good So that one side you have Because it's June, June is also Pride Month They went to lean in a little harder to the Pride Month That still didn't help sales. So if you watch television, as archaic as that sounds to say out loud, they decided to revamp on TV. So they used um, the song Chicken Fried. And it's like a little festival thing. It's in the rain. It's a guy and three three young ladies uh, hanging out together as friends. And they're all grabbing a Bud Light at this festival type of thing. That was the rebrand. I'm going to be real with you. It ain't working, G. Because nobody believes that you understand what you're doing. Nobody believes you. Nobody thinks they can stand by you as a company because you don't know what you stand for. Now, I am not one for bigotry. I am not one for any type of phobia. I also understand the society in which we live in, everybody is sensitive to different things in different ways. So, to say that you are not a fan of something will come across as you being considered phobic of that thing, even if you're not. But if you are Bud Light, if you are the marketing people, the, uh, ad people, and you understand that for years, remember Bud Light was the company that had an ad that ran called real men of genius. And it was ridiculously hilarious, but it was about how you deserve a Bud Light for being a man that does whatever this thing is. So you've marketed to straight men for a very, very long time. I am 38 years old. I can honestly remember for 20 plus years, you marketing your beer to straight men. Not saying anything that no one else drank it, but so you marketed your beer towards. So, guess what? When you marketed your beer for 20 plus years to a certain demographic, then you decided all of a sudden it's time to change the game because reasons? And you surprised it didn't work out the way you wanted to work out. Man, I don't know what to tell you where that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Because how do you. Not comprehend the blowback You're going to receive Especially in a very Sensitive culture in which we are Residing in now The fact that you didn't think this was going to be Good The fact that you really really thought that you Could push for this idea in the era Of angry twitter Uh over-sens- sensitivity On both sides of the spectrum The left side and the right side so Even though it shouldn't be either one Just, man, it's crazy. And here's the thing. Modelo is now kicking everybody behind. You know why? Modelo has stuck to what it's done. They market a certain way. They market to the hard worker, the dedicated, the one who understands their purpose. That's what Modelo markets to. Modelo ain't changed once. And guess what happens? I think they're now the number one beer seller in America. So not even taking over again. Just saying, but yeah, but like, if you need some help with marketing, I don't even drink your beer, but I can help you. I'm a seller of guy personally. I got the chalice. I think that's doper, but that's me. But if you need some help, I'll at your boy. I'll fix your issues for you real quick. I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. Now, my next thing that I saw on this thing since I've been gone, right? Is Scotty Pippen I don't want to delve too much into this Because I don't think it deserves too much time But if you ever have a Scotty Pippen in your life Just know You've done some amazing things So this brother's mind is gone I don't I blame Future And Marcus Jordan it, It's them twofold Probably You know what Probably be Probably a little bit of Michael Beasley as well. I don't know what the issue is, but... Scotty, what she messed with future, leave Scotty, right? And here's the thing, you know what I really feel bad for? I feel bad for Scotty's son to have to be going through this in the league and hearing a lot of stuff about your moms, and that's got to be rough, right? It's got to be rough. But it just goes to show you what jealousy and bitterness does to a person you can stand next to somebody right and i'm here. fat joe said this he said some dudes don't understand how to stand next to the boss stand next to the don and understand that that state position and there's nothing wrong with being number two to number one he talked about you know being saying number two to his brother because his brother was that dude he was number two Michael Jordan has never said one bad word about Scottie Pippen. And if you're going to tell me this is about the last dance when Scottie Pippen himself said, I ain't about to F up my summer. I ain't about to F up my summer and get this back surgery. Shoot. I'm going to go ahead and wait. Then with Scotty's words, Michael didn't make Scotty say that. Michael Jordan has never said one bad word about Scottie Pippen. The only two people who got bad things to say about Michael Jordan is Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah mad about the Dream Team thing, which totally, to his respect, I can understand. But my thing with Isaiah's Dream Team issue is very, very simple. It wasn't just Michael who didn't want you on the team. We know Scotty didn't want you there either. Scotty said he didn't want you there. But think about it. Magic ain't fight for you. Larry ain't fight for you. So Daly ain't fight so it wasn't just one person who didn't want you on that squad. That's just a real thing. And but that's that's Isaiah's gripe. Isaiah's gripe is the dream team. Scotty's gripe is his whole career, which is wild because remember, when I'm just gonna throw this out there for sports fans. 98 season ends. Bulls win the championship. Michael Jordan retires because it's a strike sorting the strike sorting season of ninety nine. Jordan retires. Pippen then signs. That big contract with the Houston Rockets complains the entire time. Houston moves off of him, moves off of him after one season. He goes to Portland and Portland, nothing is done. They don't win on championship, they went to the Western Conference Finals that one time. I think that was 2000, and that was the year that. um, Lakers went ahead and beat them with a famous alley-oop from Kobe to Shaq. So there's that. But take it back to the 94 season when Jordan had retired. Same roster. Why didn't they win a championship then as Pip was that dude? It's something about being that guy. If you're just not that guy, that's okay. It's okay to not be that guy. But also understanding you're not that guy. Is important too. You don't hear Robin out here tripping about the past. Robin knew knew who he was and what he was, and he enjoyed that moment. I just wish Scotty could be the same way. But I guess not. So hey. But on NBA news, we now got what we got here. Oh, NBA news. We now have assembled a new power structure. In Phoenix, not really. I'm just saying all that to say words. Bradley Beal got traded to Phoenix. We he's, it's not him. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. No bench. I think they're throwing a point. I think was, I forget the point guard's name they're throwing in as well. Um, to make all this work, Chris Paul's part of the trade out. Him and Landry Shavin. in some second round picks from Bradley Beal. Because Bradley didn't really want, I guess he didn't he didn't want to go to Miami. Um, so he figured going to Phoenix was the better route. I'm just going to tell you, they still can't win because they don't have a bench. And no offense, but Book B- Book and Beal do the exact same things on the court. There's only one basketball. You, you're going to need a point guard who don't mind not scoring to help facilitate this movement. And they don't have a way to get that unless they trade Aiden. But then again, it all comes back to with DeAndre Aiden. They didn't even want DeAndre Aiden, they just didn't want anybody else to have him. So Phoenix made this move. I don't know what they thought it was going to do, but no one really is shocked because here's the thing as constructed right now, I don't know what they're going to do to that roster. They can't beat Denver, hell, they can't beat the Lakers. If the Clippers ever actually get healthy, they can't beat the Clippers. Then that turns to another question. Where does Chris Paul go? We know he's not going to stay in Washington. Is he going to go to the Lakers? To the Clippers? We know it's one of those two teams. We know for a fact. Is either going to go to the Lakers or the Clippers? Because that's the only way this makes sense. You know, he's 38. at the end. Of the, he's really at the end of the line. Even he understands that. So, I really have no clue where he's going to go. But I do think he can be an addition to the Clippers. I don't know about the Lakers. We'll have to find out. And also, we have Draymond Green, who's now opted out of his contract with the Warriors. Which, if you know me, I'm a big Warriors fan. But I, I did see this coming. So now with the question now goes to Draymond, where does Draymond go? Is he going to take a team friendly deal to stay in Golden State? Which probably, I don't see that. I don't see that as the ultimate end all be all. Or does he want to make his move to Los Angeles? Cause I feel like he wants to be in LA and go join the Lakers and be a Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron and AD and not win a championship there either. I kind of feel like that But Because I don't really know where else Draymond fits Draymond is an excellent player I don't know If the Lakers can win 50 games Next season But also I don't really Understand the the motivation Unless he's got some Feelers he's going to get some bread Or unless he's just willing to take less To go to Like I said the Lakers Otherwise, I don't really understand what he's doing, and we have the draft coming up this week, and of course we all know where the All Stars going. The seven foot five giant Victor Wembanyama, the the Frenchman, he's going to the Spurs. We are. that's a guarantee. We know that uh, picks two and three are possibilities. We don't know if that's going to be. I believe Scoot Henderson is one of the guys they're talking about. So, if he's going to be drafted, what does that leave? Damian Lillard in Portland. Is he going to go ahead and move on and look for a trade somewhere else? Possibilities left and right. So, it should be pretty interesting. But I know one thing for a fact. Denver's still than all them teams put together. So, just saying. Denver's still the best team right now. As long as they can keep Aaron Gordon, Jokic together, and Jamal Murray. I know naturally you're going to lose players because it's part of the game but if you can keep the core to build around you'll be fine and also we can get some clarity on what New Orleans is trying to do because I heard on uh, get up that they would be willing to consider trading Zion for I believe the third overall pick which is a big deal If you are a Zion Williamson fan and you believe that Zion can be that guy for a team, which I'm not sure he can stay healthy long enough to be that guy. I mean, he's been in the league four years. He's only played 112 games, 82 games in a season. He's averaging a little more 20, over 20, like with 23, 26 games a season right now. That's what he's averaging playing over his short career. Ah, I don't really know if that's a thing you can hang your hat on and say, yeah, we got Zion. They're going to like, okay. Is he going to play for you, though? Is he actually going to be on the roster when this is all said and done? That's a very, very difficult thing to figure out. So I don't know. While we're on the topic of Zion Williams, I never thought I'd see the day where twitter would be tired of somebody tweeting and not because they like oh like people hate hating with trump would tweet or something like that because they just didn't like bro we don't care anymore zion and mariah mills i gotta say this and i gotta i gotta get this off of me mm-hmm. and here's my thing now if you are familiar with the situation, let me... If you're not familiar, let me uh, run you up to speed real quick. Zion Williamson uh, posted on his Instagram that him and his girlfriend were expecting a child. Uh, a girl, I believe. So it's the whole thing, you know... Now, the internet is a cold place because the first thing they did was dig up who his girl was and what she does. And apparently they found out, I guess she did only fans and she's a little bit wild in the streets. So of course you know, the internet does not let you forget or move forward. They keep you with the things you've done. That's step one. So while the internet is going off about who's out having a baby with number two thing happens. Mariah mills pops up. Mariah mills is an adult film actress. And with her being an adult film actress, that became a sensational conversation for a second. Now, she began to tweet, I'm assuming upset, her and frustrated believing that they had a relationship because he's flown her out, sent her money, apparently had her on an allowance of some sort and was kind of taking care of her and uh, she was getting to the money and they was getting to the freaky. Because apparently she tweeted about how, you know, he was spitting in her mouth and all that kind of nasty stuff. All the freaky things that they like to do together, which, again, knock it out. Do you ain't nobody tripping. That's your life. That's your business. Hell. Hey, who am I to judge? You know what I'm saying? Who am I to sit here and say, don't do this, don't do that? I don't care. If you a freak, let your freak flag fly, baby. It's all love. That's all I'm saying. That's just all I'm saying. But anyway, Mariah kept tweeting, I believe she tweeted for four days straight about conversations and different things between them two. And we all got to a point where we said, okay, girl, we don't care anymore. Apparently, dude don't want you. And this dude don't want you, baby. Understand, dude don't want you right now like that. That's okay. But you messing up. If he's paying you 100K. Putting you up in hotels. And giving you some place to live. Most women call that a come up. Most girls ain't going to say a word. Now what I do have an issue with. Is her exposing too much of their business. Because. I'm still from an era. Of private lives being private. If I'm messing around on my girl. And she finds out. That between me, her, and the girl I'm messing around with. That's it. That's the situation. I The world should not know how dirty this thing actually can get. Now, what I will say, since we do know the business, and this kind of goes back to something I stand on, fellas, especially fellas with money, quit going raw on all these females. Quit putting raw pain in multiple women consistently like I know you're going to tell me all oh, things got wild and things got freaking you ain't ever been there before we've all been horny we've all felt like look this has to happen but you can't be doing it with multiple women dog it's just not safe it's not safe for you it's not safe for them if nothing else think about yourself I didn't even worry about pregnancy I'm just thinking about safety of spreading disease because sure You might be clean She might believe she's clean But if her profession Everybody don't always tell the truth You don't know who everybody messing with So it could be a simple thing Oh you're the only one I'm talking to How many people have said that lie You're the only one I'm talking to Nigga please Look I'm going to keep it a stat And I'm going to say it as bluntly as this For Zion Nigga watch your dick don't put it in everybody else focus on basketball we want to see you on the court man we want to see you dunking on people again that's one of the greatest things i've ever seen you do is dunk on people i want you to be healthy and be whole and you don't want to be in new orleans i want you out out of new orleans we want to see you do live up to the potential that you've worked so hard to achieve we want to see you on the court we want to see you healthy we want you to do the things that you want to do because guess what getting caught up with these girls and this BS, you won't be able to do the things that you want the way you want to because Mariah's still tweeting. Talking about she's going to release the sex tape to the NBA and all this other kind of other kind of stuff and some other females trying to hop in the conversation and expose you. So I'm just saying, just be careful with your dick, bro. That's all I got to say. Be careful with it. And to Miss Mariah Mills, you probably will never hear this. But if you were to hear this, Baby, you ain't the first one a man done lied to. You ain't the first one a man done lied to, baby. You ain't. I ain't going to say nothing about your age. Because that's, I'm not trying to shame you for your age. But you ain't the first one a man has lied to, baby. You just not. And you won't be the last. So I suggest you do yourself a solid move forward move on let go let him do him and guess what if he's willing to do things the way he want them done cool if not charge it to the game and try again somewhere else but this back and forth and tweeting everybody and tweeting adam silver and talking treating the pelicans and just going on four or five six seven day tirades baby that's played out that's not getting to the money that's not healthy. Get the hell off Twitter. Go talk to somebody. Get some help. Get get some help. I know this is Men Mental Health Month, because it is. But you need someone else to talk to as well. So find somebody to talk to. Um Yeah, find somebody to talk to. Just for yourself. And to my fellas. I was gonna I'm gonna do a thing about Passport Bros, because I've been reading about that and I think we can talk about the Passport Bros. But before I talk about the Passport Bros, that's gonna be another episode for another day. But right now, let's talk about something that I really think is important. This pertains to all my men. Fellas, I don't know how many how many of y'all have watched the great movie Holes. Holes is a great movie, out the Buff. Did his thing in that movie, one of my favorite movies. Just awesome as a kid to watch that. Dulé Hill played a character in Holes. He was Sam the Onion Man. Sam the Onion Man's whole motto to the girl he was chasing was simply this. I can fix that. Fellas, you can't fix these women. Ladies, you can't fix these men. The only person who can fix you is you. The reason that the dating pool is trash and it's dirty water and stuff is because folks is in the dating pool, in the dating waters, unhealthy. They, They still hurt. They still scarred from these past relationships. And they go on over some old adages that simply say the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. That is not the truth. What you need to do is take that time. Heal yourself. Heal yourself. If that's a year, take the year. Hell, I'm in year two of health and healing. The first year sucked. I'm in year two. I'm just starting to feel better heal yourselves man you can't be something for somebody else and hear the thing you can't fix a person that doesn't know they're broken and you can't fix a broken person only they can put the pieces back together to be strong enough i don't care how much you like her care about her cherish her value her lace gold say you don't care how much you love him cherish him value him Brothers when you see that girl And she's damaged and she's broken Your love can't fix her Your dedication Can't fix her It can't What you gotta do Is let her get healed up And get healthy Let yourself get healed up and get healthy That you can go forward and be better For everybody involved I just wanted to throw that out there Because I think a lot of us a lot of the young folks especially Are in relationships And they're thinking that that's what's going to save them From whatever they got going on And it's not man, it's just uh, It's not But while we here I'm finna head out But I want to talk about something that bothers me And especially with it being Juneteenth I think it's important That I say this There's a young man in Chicago And Lil' little Tudor He was shot dead. He was 14 years old. Of course, he was part of a gang. I don't excuse behaviors that I think can end up in that avenue of death and destruction. And gang violence is something that can always end up in death and destruction. Being a gang member is not a safe thing. It's not something we should aspire to be, but a lot of us grew up around that and grew up in that culture, so it's what we know. But at some point, as men and women in this community As black men and women in this community We gotta hold serve and hold firm to understand that this is We need something better for our youth Our youth deserve better than that We gotta begin to hold our governments I ain't talking about Biden and bump all that Bump that trying to go to Biden shit Bump all them I'm talking about your local government Your mayor, your city councilman Your aldermen We got to begin to hold these folks accountable to get programs for these kids, to get them off these streets. We need not just Big Brother program. If you don't want your kids from anybody, I totally understand that. But we need sports programs. We need after school music programs. We need creation of avenues of ways to get these kids away from from this violence. There's got to be something. I know there's money for it. We gotta do something. It breaks my heart that a 14-year-old boy thought gangbanging was the way and now a 14-year-old boy has lost his life due to those due to those situations. It breaks my heart. I don't excuse anything that he may have done. I don't know everything he may have done, but I do understand that he was 14 years old. 14 is too damn young to be dying. 14 is too Damn young To be leaving this earth Especially through gunfire Especially off some gang shit It's too young I say all that We gotta fix it y'all It's on us It's on us to be better It's on us to make it better (sighs) We gotta do better man We just do Yo, That's it that is the episode of a Win is a win that is me that is this We are here I appreciate You all for listening I thank you all for your time I am back to doing this I will not give you a consistent Schedule yet because I just got my mic fixed So I'm happy about that But you will hear from me again I'm going to do a midweek Movie review I will tell you that It's going to be the flash And then I'm going to do a Top 10 movies I dislike. That's coming up next time. All right. Look, y'all be easy. Enjoy the rest of your Juneteenth. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Have a great time. Eat some fried chicken. Drink an orange soda for your boy. Take care and be blessed.